What's up, maniacs? My name is Sky Menhart, and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. Welcome to the show. For those of you who are new, my goal with this show is to shine light on what it's like to live with mental illness and give practical tips and advice for people who are struggling with mental illness every day. If you know someone who struggles with mental illness or if you yourself struggle with mental illness, then this show is for you, okay? So welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. So today's show, I wanted to talk about maybe the upside of having bipolar disorder. Now, I've spoken about benefits of having bipolar disorder, I believe, in episode 10. And today I wanted to speak about something that I find really beneficial, really motivating, really positive about dealing with this disease is the mania. You know, I think there are a lot of downsides to mania. I speak about dysphoric mania in a previous episode, if you want to check that out. I also speak about what it's like to feel manic in episodes one, episode nine and episode 15 if you're interested in listening to those and just kind of learning about what it's like to feel manic and maybe understand you know how that is but I wanted to speak today about maybe one of the upsides to mania and how to channel the manic energy that we feel and channel it into positive and healthy activities that can really boost our mood and help us just feel like we're releasing that energy in some way and we're letting it out in a healthy positive way so like I said, there there's benefits to having bipolar disorder. If you want to listen to episode 10, I believe it's episode 10, check that out where I talk about the benefits of having bipolar and, you know, maybe some upsides, some positives. And mania can be a really fun experience. I'm not going to sit here and act like that's not true. I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't had fun while manic because that's simply untrue. And, you know, there is a dark side to mania. Obviously, dysphoric mania can be really dark. And I do speak about that in a previous episode if you want to check that out and kind of learn about the dark side of mania. But there are some real benefits to being manic. And that's what I wanted to speak about today and just how to how to deal with that energy. Because even if you don't have bipolar disorder, I'm sure you felt maybe maybe after drinking like a cold brew, you know, you feel this really intense energy. <laughs> I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. Um, maybe you have felt this intense energy. If you're someone who deals with ADHD, you might understand what it's like to have so much energy and just kind of not know what to do with it or, or where to direct it or how to handle it. And that's what I wanted to speak about today. So if you are someone who deals with bipolar disorder, you may be familiar with the feeling of mania and the feeling of hypomania even. Now, there are two types of mania. There's, well, there's more than two types, but the two types I'm going to be speaking about today are hypomania and pure mania. Now, pure mania is more intense. It's probably going down more of a dangerous road. Hypomania is just a light mania, mania light. L-I-T-E, mania light, like crystal light, mania light, where you feel really happy, you feel really motivated, positive, a little bit euphoric, you feel like you have a lot of energy, you don't need as much sleep, and it can be a really positive thing. As long as it doesn't go towards pure mania, pure mania can lead to more destructive behaviors such as overspending, engaging in risky sexual activities, um, getting into bad business ideas, stuff like that. But I do speak about the two types in previous episodes, so just scroll down and check those out if you're into that, if you if you want to learn, pardon me. But anyway, today I wanted to talk about how to channel that energy because I am someone, I also have ADHD. 
okay, I have ADHD, I have bipolar disorder, so I do have a lot of intense energy throughout the day. And I just wanted to give you guys a little update of what I've been going through just before we begin. So I can just, I like to give updates. If you're a new listener, I like to give updates about where I am on my mental health journey before we get into the episode, just so you guys can kind of get a picture of what my life is looking like in this moment. Um, I do get really personal on this podcast. Just FYI, if you're not into that, maybe this podcast isn't for you, but I do share my deep thoughts, my deep feelings, and I'm open about my experiences. I'm really open because number one, I don't really care what other people think. I just don't have time and it would be, if I cared what other people thought of me, I would feel horrible all the time because I've shared so much personal stuff on the internet at this point that it's like, I just can't even think about it. So I'm really open and not only because I don't care what people think, but also because I want people to know that they're that they're not alone. And if you're someone who has gone through similar experiences as me, I want you to feel like you're not alone and I'm with you and I understand. So that's why I'm so open and honest. And honesty is really important to me. I really want to be authentic. And so that's why I make this podcast. But anyway, so this week, I know I spoke about my seasonal depression earlier a few weeks ago. Maybe it was towards the beginning of February where I was feeling really depressed. And usually January and February are pretty depressing months for me. I really struggle. I live in the in the southeast, and so we do have seasons here. And we're, we're going through winter. We had a kind of an intense winter. And we had a lot of snow, a lot of days where I'm just at home alone, kind of sad. <laughs> and so I was getting really depressed. Thankfully, my mood shifted um, and I was able to kind of get out of that. And I'm so thankful and grateful for that. And now I'm feeling definitely more hypomanic. I'm on the upswing. Um, And so I've been in a really good mood lately and I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so, you know, blessed to say that. And so I've been trying to take advantage of things and I've been trying to channel my energy into creative uh, pursuits, you know, and doing online stuff, doing internet stuff. I am working on uploading all of my audio of this podcast onto YouTube. So that's going to be coming soon. And eventually I do want to get video and audio shows on YouTube for this podcast. It's just taking a little bit of time because I don't have all the equipment I need yet. So I'm working on that and that's going to be really exciting. So just FYI, that's something to look forward to, to be looking out for. If you're wondering, you know, I'm not on YouTube yet, but I'm getting that audio up. So that is something I've been working on. Um, I've been writing a lot. I've been doing my journal every night and it's just really fun. I've been drawing. I've just been having a good time. And so, you know, things are, things are looking up right now and how my moods go kind of throughout the year. It's like January or basically November to February. I'm pretty depressed. And then during the springtime and early summer, I get really hypomanic. That's kind of my manic period. Like May to May and June are super manic for me. And so I'm kind of looking forward to a really happy summer. And I'm really excited about that. And I'm wondering if you guys deal with bipolar disorder, when are your moods higher in the year? Like what time of year do you do your moods like just raise? Like when are you happier during the year? I encourage you to think about think about your timeline. Think about the way your moods are cycling throughout the year and kind of make note of that and try to understand so that you can prepare. This is something that I do. 
and that I encourage everyone to do, especially when you're dealing, even if you're dealing with just depression and anxiety, you know, try to pinpoint times, places, times of the month, times of the year, when you're feeling lower, when you're feeling more anxious, more depressed, when you're feeling more hypomanic even, and try to kind of map out your year and understand your cycles because this can be so helpful because for me what I've learned with mental illness is you really have to be prepared for anything and if you can understand when you're going to be triggered into a depressive episode or into a manic episode you can really prepare in a healthy way and be ready for when those intense moods hit and so I encourage you to kind of keep maybe not even a journal but just in your head keep track of how your cycles go and maybe what what affects you like for me I know the weather affects me a lot when it's really gloomy and gray outside for a long period of time I do tend to get a little more depressed and sad and when the sun comes out I feel so much happier and I know that during the summer I'm more manic and then July and August I go through a weird summer depression so it's just it's just interesting and it can be kind of fun to to keep track of your moods and figure out your low and high points during the year so that you can be really prepared for those times and maybe, you know, up your therapy sessions during that time or just be open with your psychiatrist or your doctor, whoever you see about what you go through during the year, during these times, during the seasons, you know, it can be really uh, a rewarding thing to do. And I think this is really important, especially when you have bipolar disorder, because you really need to be prepared. You really need to be aware of your cycles and what's going on so that you can, you know, go through them in a smoother way. Because unfortunately, even when you're taking medication for your mental illness, you're still going to have symptoms. You know, there's no cure, unfortunately. We're not there yet in society. We're not there yet, or in science, I should say. But it's important to be aware so that you can prepare. Be aware so you can prepare. That's a great little mantra. I love it. So anyway, that's kind of what I've been doing. And I'm so, I'm so, I'm in a good place because, you know, I've had bipolar disorder since, I mean, I've been diagnosed since 2015. Oh my God. Is that, that's like eight, eight years. Oh my God. That's like eight years. I, or no, six years. I can't, oh, six years. That's six years. So I've had, I've been, I've been aware of this condition I have for about six years. So I've really become aware and familiar with my cycles and with what triggers me. And I just encourage y'all to do the same. If you're new on your mental health journey, if you're just starting out with a new diagnosis, just take that time to be aware of what you go through so that you can really be prepared and, and, you know, it can run smoother. So channeling manic energy. Some of the things I've been doing, like I said, are writing, reading, um, writing especially, I think it's really good to give yourself tools to express yourself, give yourself ways and outlets with which you can express yourself. And one of the really fundamental things for me is getting exercise. Now, I haven't been great about that. I haven't been great about it all the time. It can be like when I'm depressed, it's really hard to find that motivation to get up and exercise. But when I'm depressed and I go for a walk, I can't tell you how good that makes me feel. I can really notice a difference with the serotonin and the dopamine that I get from just taking a walk outside. And I know walking, you may think, oh, that's not really exercise. It is exercise. It's moderate exercise. And it can just be really good to get out of your head and into nature and just give yourself that time to take 
a moment with yourself where you're just focusing on you and taking that time to really restore your energy. And walking, thankfully, if you are depressed, it doesn't require a lot of energy or effort. So it's not going to be something that's strenuous that you feel like you're overexerting yourself for. It can just be something really simple like that to help get you in a better place. And I promise you, you will notice a difference. At the end of your walk, you will feel all that serotonin rush into your brain, into your body, and you'll be like, yes, dude, endorphins, hormones, I love it. It can be really positive. And if you are manic, this is something, if you have ADHD, you know what this energy feels like, this restless energy where you're just sitting at a table and you're shaking your leg. Maybe if you take classes, maybe if you're in college and you take classes and you find yourself sitting in class and you just feel this anxious energy, like you just wanna jump out of your chair and run a mile. I totally understand this feeling. I think I have ADHD and then I have the bipolar. I think these two sync up and make my energy really intense. And for me, my energy kind of, it's a little weird. I don't, I don't quite understand it. I start my day and I'm pretty low during the morning. Like the morning is kind of the worst time for me. And I don't know why this is. It's just hard for me to get up. It's hard for me to get going. And I just want to sleep in forever as late as I can, but I know I have to get up. So it's like really discouraging. And the morning is really hard. And as the day goes on, my energy just increases. And it's like the more I I exert myself, the more energy I feel. And I don't know what that's about. I think that has to do with the ADHD along with the the mania, you know, because my resting state is genuinely manic. So whenever I'm whenever I'm exerting myself, I just feel more energy. Like exerting energy gives me more energy. And I know that sounds like, whoa, that sounds amazing, dude. Like the more you work out, the hard, the more you want to work out. It's hard for me to work out. Um, but I'm speaking about like, if I'm working all day, when I get home, I have energy, like I could just keep going. And I know some of you who have a nine to five, you can probably relate to this feeling where you're working, you're working, you're working. And at first it's kind of rough, but once you get into that groove and you've been working for like eight hours, you could go another eight, no problem. Do you know what I mean? Like where you just have that, that second wind of motivation where you could just keep going if you needed to forever. And I think we can channel that into a positive direction in a positive way. So if you're someone who has that restlessness, that crazy energy, and I'm not saying crazy in a derogatory term, I'm just saying it as its own word. Like it's just crazy energy. It's just unexplainable energy. If you kind of deal with that, there can be a lot of different ways, but I feel like exercise, like a lot of different ways to express that and to channel that. I feel like exercise is a really good way. And I know it's hard to find the motivation. Even when you are manic, it can be hard to find the motivation or the energy to organize yourself enough to get going and, and get that exercise, but it can be so good. And I encourage you to find find ways that work for you. You know, I really like kickboxing. I really like physical, like cardio kind of activities. I love to dance. That's really fun for me. Um, sometimes I'll go for a jog if I'm really feeling it, <laughs> but usually I don't like to jog. But just different things that are really physically exerting, even if you like weightlifting or like doing squats, you know, I don't like doing squats, but I like riding my bike. Um, just different things that can really get that heart rate up, that can get that blood pumping, that can be a really good way to let that energy out and express it. Even if you are someone who doesn't, even if you don't have bipolar disorder, even if you don't have ADHD, exercise is so essential for your mental health. It is so essential. 
because not only are you, I don't know, I just feel like it's such a great way to express your energy and to give that energy an outlet. And especially if you're manic, this is a good way to tire yourself out because sometimes when we are manic, we have a hard time falling asleep. Ooh, and if you're anxious, if you have anxiety, exercise can be so good because I know a lot of us, anxiety hits us at night, you know, right as we're about to fall asleep. It's like all these anxious thoughts come flooding in and we feel that those evil butterflies in our stomach. Like, we're here, bitch. We're here to make you stay awake all night and ruminate over your horrible day. Like, yes, I'm with you. I know what that feels like. And so exercise can be a great way to wear yourself out so that you don't have the energy to feel anxious. I know that sounds weird, but trust me, it's so effective. So that's one thing that I found that's really essential. And even on days, like I, I take my meds. I take my meds every day, okay? I'm medicated. I see my psychiatrist three, uh, not three times a month, once every three months. And I'm seeing my therapist every other week. So I want you to know that even with treatment, I'm, I'm getting all the treatment I can handle. Even with treatment, you still have symptoms of bipolar disorder. You will still experience symptoms of depression, anxiety, mania, ADHD, OCD, whatever you're going through. Even if you're seeking treatment, you're still going to be have to, you're still going to have to do that work. And exercise can be such an essential way to cope with those symptoms and to maybe lessen their effects on you and maybe just put you in a better space to handle them, you know? And I think exercise is key for anyone going through anything. Exercise is super beneficial. It's super beneficial. So that's one of my top coping skills that I have for dealing with my manic energy. Um, it's one of the best ones I know. And just thinking about it and talking about it makes me want to go, go for a jog, go ride my bike. So if you need that little motivation, here it is. Just think of how good you're going to feel afterwards. Think of the reward that you will get from exercise. Not only will you look hot, and not that if you don't exercise, you still look hot. You look hot either way, FYI. But not only will you feel good, you'll feel like, yeah, I accomplished something, but you'll also be able to sleep better at night. And that is essential, especially when you're dealing with anxiety and mania. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's one of my favorite ways. That's one of my favorite ways. And if you can find, I know it's hard right now because because of COVID, you know, you can't go to a gym necessarily. I don't know what the restrictions are like where you are, but I know it's hard to find a place to work out. But even just going outside and just getting out and taking a walk wherever you are, that can be really great. And if you can find someone to do it with you or to motivate you, if you can find an accountability buddy, that can be even better because then you'll be getting that motivation from someone else. Somebody else will, you know, be encouraging you to exercise and that can be really positive. So that's one of my favorite coping skills. Another great way, like I said earlier, is creative, creative, creativity, creativity. Um, doing creative activities can be really, really uplifting. And it's really good, I find, when you are manic, it's important to do something with the energy. You know, don't just let it sit because that is just going to sit inside you and it's going to manifest later on when you're trying to sleep at night. And so it's really important to find an outlet, find a way to express it, find a way to channel it. Now, if you know me, 
and you probably know from listening to this podcast, I'm a very spiritual person. I don't talk about it a lot on here because I don't want to like push my beliefs on anyone, but I'm a very spiritual person. And one of the things in spirituality, you know, in when you're a psychic, when you're a medium, you know, maybe you have the gift of channeling when you're channeling information from a higher source. And this is kind of how I like to think about mania, you know, like this is mania is coming from mania is this entity that kind of, I know this sounds weird, but it like enters me and then I have to express it. I have to let it out. And so channeling is a way where you can get this information, you know, from your mania. It comes through you and it goes out onto the paper, out onto your keyboard, out into your piano, whatever you're doing creatively to get that energy out. Writing can be so great. And what I want you to know, I want you, if you, if, if you don't have bipolar disorder, maybe you have something else, just look up famous people with your mental illness. Like I always look up famous people with bipolar disorder and I'm always surprised at the results. I see people like Van Gogh. I mean, Kanye West is a big one. You see all these Halsey, Demi Lovato. There's so many artists who have bipolar disorder. And I read this book or I'm reading this book. It's a, it's a heavy read, but it's called Touched with Fire by K. Red Jameson, Dr. K. Red Jameson. And she's somewhat, she's a psychiatrist who has bipolar disorder or a therapist. And she wrote a book about all the poets and all the artists who and all the writers who had bipolar disorder and how it affected them and how it affected their creative work and how when they were more manic they were producing more work and so I encourage you to read these kind of books and kind of inform yourself on the benefits of having your condition because there are a lot of them and people who have mental illness are genu generally pretty creative pretty smart people so count yourself among the 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 blessed among the creatively gifted because chances are you probably have some sort of not even hidden some sort of gift some sort of talent that you can use to really help yourself cope with your mental illness so if you're trying to figure out i don't know what i you know if you're saying well i don't know what i can do creatively i don't feel very creative maybe just take time and try to express yourself in different ways try doing a craft try finding some little way that you can make something and bring something into existence that's going to be be a, a part of your story, a part of your, your mental health journey, and that's going to express what you're going through. And creativity can be a really good way to do that. I know, I mean, after reading that book, Touch With Fire, after kind of reading part of it, it's a very research-heavy book, so it's not super fun to read, but it's interesting. So, um, after reading that, it just made me realize how many people have had this condition, have had manic depression, and how many people have used it to make a career for themselves, to make a name for themselves, to express themselves in a creative way. And so I want you to know if you're struggling with this, you are not alone. You are not alone. There have been so many people who deal with the same thing and they have used, used it. They've used their creativity to make the world a better place and you can do that too. It's just a matter of finding what you're good at and doing it, baby. Just finding it and doing it. That's the key. And so don't, don't agonize so much over, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just do what feels right. Do what comes naturally. I guarantee you're probably already doing something creative every day in your life as it is without even thinking about it. So try to think of 
your favorite hobbies. Try to think of things that you you enjoy doing that bring you joy, that make you happy, that are easy for you to do. You know, that's how you find your gifts. I know Steve Harvey is not the champion of women's rights, and I'm saying that because I just don't approve of the things he said about women. Oh, ugh, sorry. I just don't approve of the things he said about women, but... I was listening to one of his, I guess, sermons, and he said, the way to find your gift is by thinking, what do I do that I do? The, what What is the easiest thing for me to do that brings me the most amount of joy? What is the easiest thing for me to do that brings me the most amount of joy? Like, what is the easiest thing that you do? What What do you do that feels so natural, that feels so aligned, that feels so easy, but it brings you so much joy? That's probably what your gifts are. And so if you can find a way to use your gifts to express yourself, to help other people, this can be so healing and so essential for your growth and for your healing. Because even though we can't cure our mental illnesses, even though there's no pill we can take that's going to make it go away, that's going to, you know, cure everything, that's going to take away all of our symptoms, you know, we haven't reached that point yet. However, even if we can't fix it, we can still heal. We can still heal our inner child. We can still heal our heart. We can still heal, heal ourselves. And so it's important to find ways to use your gifts to heal yourself and then go out and heal others because that's what really, that's what it's all about. And so it's really encouraging to see these stories about these different artists and these different actors and different musicians who have had a mental illness because they have used that energy and they've channeled it into something positive that has uplifted themselves and others. And that's what we need to be thinking about. That's what we need to be trying to do in our daily lives. So yeah, so creative, creative energy can be really really positive and it can be really good for expressing yourself for for um letting that energy out and for giving yourself an outlet and giving yourself a way to express yourself now one of my favorite ways that i've been doing this creative stuff i've just been having a lot of fun online and i know it's not you know it's not writing and i do write i do write and i do um i'm working on a few different creative projects at the moment and i want to have another podcast where i talk about my deep thoughts and spirituality and i'm working on that but I just encourage you to find a fun way where you can express yourself. I know the app TikTok. I'm on TikTok. If you want to follow me, Sky Menhart on TikTok. I post a little bit about this show and I post some of my funny thoughts, just reactions to things that I see in the world. And I don't know. What I like about TikTok is that you can do anything on there. Like the, you can find an audience for anything you're interested in. If you have an interest or if you have a hobby that you do, share it online. Be open. Share it online because I guarantee you somebody's going to smell what you're stepping in, sister, and they're going to like it and they're going to pick that up. And if there's some way that you can make a career for yourself doing what you love, go out and do it. Do it. Find a way. Don't limit yourself. If you if you feel like you have something in your heart that you want to share with the world and maybe you don't know how, find a way how, find a way how to do it or find, yeah, find a way, find a way to do it, find a way to do it and go do that. And I guarantee you, you will feel rewarded. You will feel validated because somebody out there 
has a desire to see what you have gone through, to understand your experience, somebody out there can learn something from your story, can benefit from your story, and you will feel so, so healed and you will feel so positive and encouraged by sharing your truth and speaking your truth and sharing your story with the world. So I encourage you, don't limit yourself. If you feel like you're in a job or you're in a situation right now where you're just not that happy, maybe you're not fulfilled, maybe you feel like you're stuck or you feel like this isn't what you want to do for the rest of your life. You know, I'm I'm working at this place right now and I I'm not going to do it for the rest of my life. Right now it's just paying my bills and it's it's paying for me to do my hobbies like this podcast, like my TikTok. You know, that's kind of why I'm working at this job right now. And I know it's not going to be my forever job, but it can get discouraging when you're working somewhere or when you're doing something that's not really bringing bringing you that true joy. Maybe it's not aligned with your passion with your mission, with your purpose. And so I encourage you to find your purpose. Take the time, get to know yourself, become aware of yourself, and find your purpose. Because when you find your purpose, you will always have a way to channel your manic energy. By finding your purpose, you can find the tools you need to succeed and to channel the energy that you feel, whether negative or positive. Because life is is all about duality. And this is why I enjoy bipolar disorder. I enjoy manic depressive illness or manic depression because it's all about the two poles, the mania and the depression, sadness and happiness. You, You can look at life in the same way. You know, life is manic depressive because we have the really good moments and we have the really bad moments and we couldn't have one without the other. And there are polarity. There's polarity to everything. The sun and the moon, you know, think about it that way. And so I encourage you to embrace the polarity of life and embrace all of your, your whole self, all of you. Even if you don't like that you become manic or even if you don't like that you have depression or anxiety, try to embrace that energy. Embrace your dark side, embrace your dark traits and accept yourself no matter what. Accept yourself for who you are and just know that your mental illness is not who you are, okay? Who you are is not your mental illness. You are a beautiful soul. You are unique, a unique individual and you're, you don't have to define yourself by your mental illness. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, Sky, you make a whole podcast about your mental illness. Yes, I do, but I'm sharing my story and I'm not defining myself by my bipolar disorder. I don't walk up to people and say, hi, I'm Sky. I'm bipolar. I actually don't like when people call themselves, like when people say I'm bipolar. No, you have bipolar. You're not bipolar. Who you are is not bipolar. That's your brain, not you, okay? I just want people to be, to understand that because I get, I get annoyed when, like, there's so much terminology that we use and I feel like we shouldn't be, like, saying I ha- I am, I am, I am because it's not really you. So, anyway, I encourage you to find If you can find your purpose, like I was saying, you can find healthy coping skills and you can find ways to channel your energy, to channel your mania, to channel your depression. And channeling this energy that we feel 
as people who have mental illnesses, you know, this can come in any, for any mental illness. You have different energies that come with each of them. And it's important to find an outlet for each energy you feel. <laughs> I know that can sound stressful and overwhelming, but this should be a fun activity that you do in your free time that gives you joy and makes you feel good and brings you happiness and peace, okay? So if, if, if it's not bringing you happiness and peace, don't spend time doing it. Just find what you love, find what brings you joy and makes you happy and gives you that good, warm, fuzzy feeling and try to do more of it. Try to get more of that feeling into your life and allow yourself the time and the space and the energy to release that energy and to release that mania or whatever you're going through. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I hope you all have learned something from this. I hope I gave some good tips. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can at, oh, what is my, oh, um, Manic State of Mind podcast on Instagram. I'm also, I have a personal Instagram, sky.menhart, and then I have TikTok, skymenhart, where I do some comedy stuff, and I do some stuff about mental illness, mental health. So if you're interested in that, please follow me on TikTok and Instagram, and I will see you all next week. If you like what you heard, please leave me a rating, leave me a review, let me know what you think, and share this with a friend. If you know a friend who struggles with mental illness, please share this with them. Help spread the word because it really does help my show and it really helps our audience grow. My darling little maniacs, I love you guys. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for listening today, you all, and I hope you have an amazing week wherever you are. Stay positive, stay upbeat, and if you if you're not feeling positive, don't force it. Embrace who you are. Embrace who you are who you are in every moment. I believe in you and I will see you next week.